0: Hi, welcome back to the Girls Who Football Podcast. Today we're going to be discussing the new UEFA Champions League draws. I'm Julia, and I'm here with...
1: Aya. Adela.
2: Amelia.
3: And Shay. Yay! We got it! We're back,
4: lads, we're back. We didn't even plan that. That was really impressive, actually. I know, right? Alright, who wants to talk about their teams first? Can we... Sorry, I'm saying that and then I'm gonna suggest what team we talk about. Like to go to Chelsea first. Most of the people here are Chelsea fans, but you guys do Atletico Madrid. (laughs) Yeah, it must be
0: nice to have your team in the Champions League, guys.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know what's crazy is I love if I like followed La Liga more, I feel like Atletico would be my club. Like I They're so good. There's nothing to not
4: like about them. Literally, yeah, true. But then you play against them. Yeah, like, I had nothing against Atletico to begin with. Like, it isn't like when I'm um when Liverpool's not playing, uh, Arsenal or like United or Everton. When I'm like, no, there is no way in hell I could like this team. Um, but like I genuinely had nothing against Atletico. Like I'd see people, um, just on my like dash talk about them, and I'd be like, yeah, like that, that team sounds like they're very close as like in terms of like friendship and good connections on and off the pitch. And then I played against us.
0: <laughs> so, so traumatic. I do Atletico though uh, in La Liga. Mm. I saw them. I saw the derby here in New York. So uh, mm. uh, Atletico uh, beat Real Madrid seven two, and it was like insane. Yeah, they have like
4: a really good thing of beating people like that. Yeah, no, but <laughs> honestly, they're a pretty good team. I can't lie. Well, yeah. I'm-
0: uh, and I and love it. that Kieran Trippier is there. Well I miss him at Tottenham, but I'm I
4: glad yeah. Look stay. I think that's one of the main reasons, sorry, that I liked Atletico. I really like Kieran Trippier. Honestly I've nothing yes. against him.
0: That little that little man is so cute. <laughs>
4: mm.
3: I feel like it's no, gonna but. be like a hard I, I can't tell who's gonna like you know some of the draws you're like, Yeah, obviously this team is gonna win or this
4: like, team. that team is gonna mm. win. I can't tell. Really? Like, one. I um, don't know. I sorry no you're right um when I saw because I was texting Adele like I literally remember I was like right I will not spam the too much football chat because no one's gonna respond so I'm like talking to Adele about this and she's like Atletico just drew and I was behind I was like holy shit and it was Chelsea and I saw this is what went through my head I was like okay they're losing goodbye Uh, But at the same time This season has been so unpredictable And I know we could say that about last season But this season truly Because the top four is just not The top four without City And they're like 8th and ninth In the league, like you wouldn't expect that I also would not have expected To see Spurs first For like a hot minute League leaders (laughs) baby (laughs) Um, Like this season has been So unpredictable and the worst thing about it Is like there is nothing to explain this. I can't explain to you why City are eighth or ninth because there has been no interruptions um in the Prem. Right. It's not like no one hasn't been playing. Everyone has been playing maybe too much. But I think you can definitely see standards have definitely slipped from um the nineteen twenty season like December time to the twenty twenty one season, December time. Agree. So I, I feel like there's Athletico something draw. off. With the, I don't yeah, know what it but is. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the players, the manager, like. Well, no, but honestly, that Atletico um, game could go any way.
0: I agree. I'm actually really, the teams that you were like, uh, some teams that you know are going to win versus others that you're not so sure of, Barcelona and PNG, guys. No, mm.
4: exactly. I can't that's going to make good... it. That's such a good game, and I don't know who to support because obviously Barca and Real Madrid are like the big La Liga team, mm-hmm. so you constantly hear about them. So I think I just supported Barcelona as a kid because like I always heard about them, and then like Messi went, I was like, yo, yeah, well, yeah. I like Messi, so I'm gonna support them. But then like I really love PSG too. I love the atmosphere the team has. I love Mbappe. Right. I love them walking so off know the know pitch. Might- <laughs> yes, like yes. honestly, I like, see, hey, like you the me? rematch up. Team, like, I think it was like four matches, and I was like, four matches doesn't solve racism.
0: No, I think it was 17, wasn't it? Or 10? I don't remember. Te- a Let me check the chat. It was so mm. aggressive. Like, w- watching it unfold, it was just crazy. And, um, I know, right? The coach of the other team was like, why does he have to refer to me as a colored man, a black man, and it's just, like, the emotion of it all, and all the players um, refusing to come out of the dressing room and leaving the pitch, like, must have felt like, even though it was probably 10, 15 minutes, it probably felt like an hour, two hours.
4: Yeah, yeah. no, but I don't even think it was confirmed. That's the worst part about it. Right. Sorry, if I may add, I've just found the screenshot from the chat. It says... Both official Sebastian Kolescu is facing at least a 10-month ban. So it isn't even confirmed. It's just alleged.
3: I don't get that. I feel like easily, that's easily like a fireable offense mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, okay, I could kind of see either side because the rep, when they were discussing it on like BT or something afterwards, um they had, or actually it was CBS, where they had, like, Micah Richards and, like, Jamie Carragher yes, and yes. Roberto Martinez on it, and they were talking about, like, he meant it, or he said that he meant it as, like, it, it's not, like, an offensive thing in I think it's whatever language he was speaking it in. Text. Which I could see, but it's also, yeah. like, I feel like however the player takes it is however like th- that it's said to is how everyone else should take it so like if he's not mm-hmm. offended by it no one else has a right to be offended by it because mm-hmm. it's not said yeah. to them but he clearly was offended by it so i feel like
4: yeah i think yeah i don't know what other allegations um i think someone said something about the n-word like i was seeing it on twitter and i was like oh my god this is like really bad but in a sense, I don't personally I don't think ten matches is enough. Like I agree with you. I think it is something to be fired upon. Cause, like like we all said in the chat, um, UEFA, FIFA, all the football boards having um these messages like giving races and red cards and like F one, they've got we races one. It is simply just a token item if you don't mean a thing about it and you don't do anything about it and take action because finding a football player 20 grand for a racist offence, a homophobic offence, an Islamophobic offence, when they're on multi-million pound right. contracts is, it like, make nothing. Sense. You know what it's I like mean? It's a, like a
3: slap on the back. It's, n- like, nothing serious. Literally.
4: Because they won't think about it. And, like, like not even think about the paycheck. Like, yeah, the clubs are paying, paying these men millions of pounds. Like, some of these players are multi-million... Mm-hmm. Contracts a year and earn um, someone's entire yearly salary in a week. Um, Let's add on all the sponsorships they've got with brands such as Nike. Mm -hmm. All of this money they're getting, and you're saying 20 grand is a punishable offense. But I think at the end of the day, it just does need to be said. At the end of the day, it is just a money thing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 100%. Uh, Because it's like, Okay, they're like one ref down, and it doesn't matter because there's probably like better refs in the world. But how many refs are qualified um, and have a license to referee a fucking European how many game? How women can do that um, that
0: haven't been in selected it selected yet?
3: You
4: know? I think I think exactly like women aren't given the same chance as men are when it comes to refereeing, and and you can see like remember when a girl grabbed yes, that ref I was just by the neck and everyone that. was like, "What is wrong?" and all the men all the men on twitter and in the instagram comments like what's wrong with that you just be ref.
3: i saw someone a, on, about that thing on twitter say um oh you wouldn't make like people wouldn't be making such a big deal about it if it was a male ref but like the point right. is he wouldn't be doing that to a male ref that's exactly the point
4: exactly <laughs> no but the biggest point is have did in 2016 or something did we not introduce the rule where if you are touching a ref you get a yellow card, like it's as simple as like that. Yeah. Mm, because insane. you know what I mean. So not only are we saying it's wrong, but he should have gotten the yellow card. Period. Like you shouldn't be touching refs. Um, like if there's a decision made that you sh- you don't agree with, it isn't the same as it is in the nineties where you could shove a ref, you mm-hmm. could yell, all sorts of things that them and get away with it. Um, mm-hmm. I hate to defend them, but like the boards are doing this for ref safety. Yeah,
2: and but it doesn't it, matter you know, if it's like. A- a friendly thing is a friendly pad or something you, you just shouldn't touch the ref like that that's the exactly yeah
3: i feel like all like the big bodies of like uefa fifa the fa like they don't really care about oh. what's right or wrong they're correct. just like oh
4: yeah one thing i'd like to bring up i thought that actually really heartbreaking so i saw on tumblr someone was posting about the 2022 World Cup, and I was gassed because 2018 World Cup was elite. You mm-hmm. literally yes. cannot tell me yes. otherwise. Um, but I would just like to bring, point out the fact that over a thousand people have died building this stadium because they weren't given yep. the right equipment to build, safety equipment, none of this. Bear in mind, the players will, these people have been buried where the stadium is being made. They have not been sent back to their families for a proper funeral. They have literally just been left under dirt um, and people have just built a stadium where like nothing has happened. That's like over a thousand people, and the fact that the, and, um, the Qatar, oh, fuck, sorry, I forgot to say FIFA have had to bring out a report on it, or someone yeah. had to bring up um, from the board, had to bring out a report on how many people have actually died. Because when they announced that they're building a new stadium purely for the World Cup, everyone was like, oh, yo, that's gas, that's going to be a paying stadium. And I agree, the stadium is beautiful, but we can't ignore what FIFA have done cuz essentially they just swept all these people's lives under the like well, under the carpet. Well, I think even when
0: the stadium was announced, like even when it was announced that the World Cup would be played in Qatar, there was already protest or like criticism because they don't um regulate human rights and all the people that would be building the stadium and and helping uh the the World Cup take place, they would be underpaid. And now we're seeing the effects of that. Those people are dying and they're, they have no right to be returned to their families and have a proper burial. And it's really, it's really, really sad. It's a shame that that's happened.
4: Yeah, because in March, the Guardian reported that um, um, FIFA gave report saying that only 34 people have died, which was obviously incorrect, which is why the new one came out and it's like over a thousand. And I think that's just like, yeah. That's crazy. Just, I feel like even... if 1.2k. Even
3: the fact that there is died. a World Cup taking place in Qatar in it, itself it is like, yeah, money speaks. That's the only it, thing that matters. Yeah, it,
4: it does. Exactly.
3: I'm... I was just going to say that, like, I I completely agree with that in the sense that, like, the players definitely need to, like, back up what they're saying or, like, what their team supports or whatever. Just because, like, they're not, like prone to it you know like everybody like it affects everybody the same and if like the big heads of like companies and not companies but like their whatever I don't know what F I don't follow up, but, or yeah.
0: organizations. yeah
3: like if they're not saying anything about it I feel like it's the responsibility of like the players and the teams to say yeah. something
4: about it um go ahead for sure but sorry um thanks because it is a bit hypocritical because of it is with like all big corporations they will always like sweep things under the Mm -hmm. rug and get more revenue when money like that's always a thing and it doesn't matter how many times it happens which is so wrong it feels so wrong to say at the end of the day it's the truth Mm -hmm. you know what i mean
3: but Oh, I saw. First
4: of all, who, try, who likes Millwall I saw Millwall that. Fans.
3: I saw something sorry. along the same lines of like Millwall fans booing, like when they took a yeah. knee or yes. something like that. And I'm just like,
4: what? What? Mm. And okay. and then I sorry, you're good. So let me just put this out quick. And then I saw um I think it was I think it might have been Millwall or QPR. Yes. Uh, once they scored, their celebration was yes. taking the knee. Yeah. So respect for that in terms of the team for actually doing something. But at the end of the day, it is all a token item if real action isn't taken, you know, stadium bans and like, police action. Because at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure racism is kind of considered a hate I crime. I see on so. your Sky
0: Sports posts on Instagram all the time, like, people arguing how uh, the No Room for Racism p- campaign is, like, not real it's like a simulation and it's like it's a far left movement to like take over the world it's like i see all these conspiracy theories and it's like why don't you just if you don't like it whatever but just respect your team for supporting it because it's you know it's rights for all human beings and if you're a human being you should respect that policy and just it literally they take a knee for like 30 40 seconds and then they get up and play the game it's not like you know what i mean Yeah,
3: how is that offensive
4: but guys like sorry it will always that will always be the case and i think it's really i think it's really funny in a sense because i saw a tiktok today and it was like um if you shit like people will raise either racist or homophobic kids you know what i mean and so i need to find this tiktok now because it really made a point it was like don't complain um about people raising racist kids when you're raci- yes. raising homophobic kids and I think it comes down to that because there are some there are fans who will say draw the line at racism but won't draw the line at homophobia um and like when I am watching on Sky Sports you know when like extra time is added and it like pops up with like three minutes mm-hmm. of time um, at the beginning of the game, like, within 15, 20 minutes, it pops up with a banner that says Black Lives Matter. And the school, like, the thing that, like, says the team, so Chell Live, um, and where the time is, the top of it is the LGBTQ plus flag. Like, it's just rainbow. And, like, I think I saw Lauren talking about it on Sky Sports. And, like, oh, sorry, her name is Alex, <laughs> not Lauren. Um, but, no, people will find any reason to be uh, – angry about like natural human rights and I think that's sad seeing such a backlash with everything to do with LGBTQ in football right now and there is literally a gay Premier League footballer who can't come out because of all the backlash he's gonna get from players who he's already getting so much stick from from the letter I read um, they're leaving homophobic comments on like notes under his kit and isolating him yeah he said that he found a homophobic note um, that's crazy in his and he can't come out mm-hmm. because he's scared that just you know players will be like oh you're looking at me funny oh he sexually yeah. you assault me because it has happened in football before and it led to that player wow. ending up killing himself so you know that letter was sent to the press and he can't come out so just seeing all this backlash like it isn't right. a pleasant thing
0: I just also yeah. want to bring up that this is our first episode for a long time, and uh, in between these episodes, uh, Diego Maradona has passed away, and we I think we should just publicly on the podcast say that we were all shocked by his passing, and we all wish his family um, our condolences. He was a legend for... Um, yeah, and so iconic. Yeah. And even on the topic of human rights, uh, what happened at his funeral was a funeral worker. It was an open casket funeral, and a funeral worker took a selfie with his body and posted it online. And that obviously, that worker no longer works at that funeral home. But I think that's just like the most utmost disrespectful thing that someone can do.
4: Mm. Yeah. As we are on the topics of giving our respects, I just like to give my respects to Jared Julia. Gerard, sorry. Yeah, like I wasn't he wasn't in my time as a player, manager, everything. But my dad actually loved that man. Um and fun fact, he was the one who told Jenny, I think, and Sadio to go to Leipzig and we ended up signing them and he just had such a good eye for players. I think that was one of his best qualities as a manager. I remember my dad showing me some of the best games he had managed when I was, like, really small and not that into football. So, like, just hearing that he had passed, was really sad. So, I just want to pay my respects to his family.
3: Yeah, I feel like that kind of stuff, especially, I I don't know why it's been ha- happening this month and last month, where, like, in our group chat, we're like, oh, this person just died or this person just died. And I feel yeah. like, it feels like your, mm. like, childhood is kind of, mm. like,
4: ruined. Go in. I know, right? Because it's, like... It's so funny too because it's like a lot of these who are passing are so yeah. before mm-hmm. our time, and just to see like the generational effect they've had on like our parents. And, like, I know it kind of makes me like, to, like sad us. to
3: be to like think about like what what will happen when like people that in our
4: generation. Oh, I don't even want to think yeah. about it now. If yo if Cup goes, uh, I'm done. I feel people, the same I way think about Marina. Like, if it gets sad. Ever, I'm gonna cry. No, yeah, but you can't suck this man. Tottenham would be like, "We're firing no. you," and he'd I'm be staying. like, no, "I'm <laughs> firing you, the club." I'm, I'm the club. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, for real, I like. I remember when I was at, uh, I was watching the draw, and I think like 20 minutes before the draw, I saw it, and I was like, "I, I, I, yeah. I kid you not, I found my heart shot in my chest." And I know everyone, and some people will think like it's not deep because like, it weren't in You're my effective. time, but like. Like, what he's done for Liverpool itself as a manager in, like, not too long of, a, like, a time period, I think is just, like, amazing. And, like, I I think a lot of managers need to take from him in sense of, like, just how he was as a gaffer. I think, as I just said, like, his best quality forever will be his eye for players. Because if he didn't tell Sadio to go to... Um, Leipzig like, like, and then oh sorry not Leipzig Salzburg sorry they both start right. with RB um Salzburg so we would not have had Sadio Mane as a player
3: I don't know why there's like this a k- kind of random based off that but yesterday I was watching that um F1 documentary that's on Netflix yeah yeah Drive Drive to 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 5. 5. <laughs> and yeah. Are you guessing it's yeah, now one, I two? I everywhere <laughs> I just watched that. Yo, that was really incredible. cool. I've,
4: yeah,
3: I is. only watched like the first it's, two episodes so of the first season, but it's already like so dramatic. I it's love so it. Dramatic. <laughs> it's, like, it's the so dramatic. It's so dramatic.
4: It's so dramatic. Yo, it's so this dramatic. season
2: is going to be crazy.
4: This literally, sorry, guys, I'm not as like, a long-term F1 fan, but I'm, like, gassed to talk about it, because, like, I go into it because Lando Norris was and <laughs> yeah, I was like, him. who the fuck is he? <laughs> um, so, like, I was, like, watching compilations of it on YouTube, and I was like, right, I decided oh. that I like him and Daniel Ricciardo. But I thought F1 would be, like, so That's hard to I get feel. into. I, I think football is more hard to get into than F1. In a sense, once you understand that there are different <laughs> tires, hard, soft, medium and, like, quali, I think those are probably the hardest yeah. things you need to get into. Because um, the commentators just tell you everything that's happening. And I fucking love F1 commentators because the first lap is always chaotic <laughs> because everyone's, like, trying to get ahead. And they start talking so fast that it's not even funny. Like, I don't know if they're breathing or not. And football commentators do it, too, yes. when, like, it's the build-up up to a goal. I they feel like have you guys ever time. seen, like uh-huh. um,
3: – I don't know. When I was younger, sometimes we wouldn't get certain matches in where I was living in English, so you, we used to watch them in Spanish really I randomly. I and that. the Spanish commentators are hype men. They are amazing. I I love them. Literally, it. it's so good. they get like. I feel like in comparison, English commentators are yeah, yeah. so like boring. They're so hype. Oh, dead. They're, they're like, English. oh yeah, this guy scored. Dead. Great. Sweet <laughs> no. girls.
0: I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of because I'm gonna update you on it. Do it. Yeah, Today Julia for
4: 96. Julia, days, I was
2: going to make you I a PowerPoint, PowerPoint you presentation about no the team. Can
4: you make me one too? Yeah, I want to deliver? I I'm, wanna watch Amelia, it. I've <laughs> seen that, that on Tumblr. Definitely. But, so... Guys, we can make an entire Google Doc I mean, like. Maybe F1, we should do a oh, podcast special problematic, but just on F1. Just yeah. for F one, guys, let's
3: do that. That could
4: be Anyways, so cool. Okay,
3: wait, sorry. The thing that made oh, me I would think about F one that started this whole thing, I'm gonna apologize now for us just <laughs> rambling on about it, was um, you saying uh, you get, like are you getting messed up between Leipzig and Salzburg because they're both owned by Red Bull. I didn't. I did not know how much money Red Bull had because they also mm-hmm. have a F one team, which is that's insane. so minted.
4: Yo, no, F F1- one. F one is the richest sport. I saw this on Tumblr, and I think the video will make you laugh. F one is the fucking richest sport in the world, and then these motherfucking mechanics <laughs> are fixing cars with duct tape. They are fixing billion dollar cars with duct tape, and I said a lot about the sport. I like to watch That's twenty awesome. problematic men race. Well, I'll say nineteen. I don't refuse to include Lewis. But I like he's Lewis. Had I like, a
0: uh, like that sure. Oh my gosh, you said his name and I forgot. No- Daniel Ricardo Norris. Who no, no, no. like doesn't
3: like Daniel Ricciardo? Daniel Ricciardo is an hard. angel. <laughs> Do you guys like
0: Max, or he's too controversial.
3: Oh, God. guys,
4: let me we'll talk, talk about, about Max. Like I used to hate second. him. I used to hate him. I hated him, and then I loved him, and now I. Ha- oh, it's not. It's so conflicting because like I watched season one of Drive to Survive, so it made me hate drivers. Like I hated Checker, <laughs> but I love Checker. How did now. you hate Checker? You know what I mean? <laughs> because he was so rude to everyone. Oh, okay,
2: yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that could That's be. Scary,
4: uh, I I don't, I don't really remember the episodes. It. Maybe I should watch that again. But he was so rude to Esteban. Like he hated him. They always had a problem. Max Verstappen doesn't kneel. Um, when he was because he, he got into F one quite young, so you can't excuse some mm-hmm. comments because he was seventeen, which it sounds like a big age, but like he's so immature. Yeah, his dad's his dad. really abusive towards him and women. So like I and I heard about his past, yeah. and I was like, well, that explains a lot um i so in a way i pity him because of the way like he was raised but at the same time he just does so much problematic things but it's like hard to be like look i kind of like max Verstappen, mm-hmm. but i will just say it i think there are double standards with f1 fans and it doesn't sit right with me because they all hate max for not kneeling which i completely understand okay but it's, it's in, a, in a sense, we don't know what he's doing behind the scenes. And I can say that for every single driver who hasn't kneeled, except Kimi Raikkonen. He literally has a Nazi logo on his merch. So he's a different story. But they don't respect... no All the fans essentially started to hate Max because he wasn't kneeling. But they haven't given the other drivers who haven't kneeled the same amount of disrespect in the sense of Antonio Giovinazzi hasn't Kneel. He like essentially refused to kneel, and everyone was like, "It's okay," because he, it. he has nice hair.
2: But I, I think uh,
4: I it goes for me as I I've been a fan
2: of this sport for since two thousand and fourteen, so I'm quite familiar. Yeah,
4: you have so much. Yeah. To say that I you.
2: think it goes way way beyond that because he's made some quite uh, crazy no, statements, for sure. and his for way sure. of driving is also quite.
4: Did it's just it's been mute? it's getting better definitely but he's in a sense I feel like because I obviously I'm not going to tell you what I think about F1 when this is probably the first full season in a sense I've seen but like I've seen like clips of him driving before to now and I think in a sense he's less aggressive because there isn't that sense of competition like he's won Christian over. So it doesn't matter how bad his race Who's is. Who's the driver to that, is? Um... We'll drop him. Sorry, now this really has just turned into an F1 podcast, <laughs> hasn't it? You only Who's got the to one team. Out of the <laughs> car and is he okay? Roman Grosjean, okay. he's
0: okay. He's
4: an angel, and oh. I love him. I used to hate him, fun oh. fact, and I hate myself for it. I, I, I like, am so completely scrappy. Because I. Yo, what is it with Drive to Survive and painting drivers as <laughs> And what? i will be like, they, literally. Um, but no, I used to not like him because I was like, why is he an F1? Like, But like, I think he had a lot of potential and I think he just didn't go to the right team. So his career died down, and mm. whatever. But yo, have you seen what he said? His last race, he oh. had a helmet that his kids designed for That's him. That's so cute. He's such Aww. a sweetheart. He has a cookbook with his wife. I refuse <laughs> to hate anyone who has a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's That's a racing so car driver. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of Should we discuss yeah, yeah.
0: and oh, sorry. oh wait, did Amelia? Yeah, yeah let's
2: get back to, to what
4: we were really meant to be doing.
2: No, I I was just going to
3: say like yeah. maybe we should okay. go back to it's uh, we can
4: edit. That's the we're taking
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, <maybe> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, now we have the final sixteen draw. Fuck
4: No, guys. <laughs> sorry. Let me just Leipzig and Liverpool are playing on February sixteenth and the tenth and the Barça. Um PSG Ooh. will be the, the fact 10th that there's of March, no I think
3: Champions League for like two so months. So So weird
4: right with me. Yeah. Oh no, it's it's perfect because that gives
3: us that enough
4: time. Who knows? I feel like
3: <laughs> with <when, laughs> how he's I'm recovering, like, oh God, I feel like VVD could be playing in. This
4: yes, I'm like, well, wait, what about Virgil though? Virgil Shut Virgil. up! I I'm know, s- right? i was like comparing him to Ruben, which sorry king should have never done that to you man is playing for him right now but no because Ruben was out for so long and that was purely because he was in the hospital he spent like almost an entire season in hospital and i was yeah. like you're like a big man that's a lot of muscle <laughs> you know and to see this man is already back in the gym he doesn't make an appearance before the season ends and Shut the haters up.
1: I think I think definitely will make an appearance, but I think it's gonna be like really, really towards the end.
4: Sure, like a minute, a minute before the game ends, and he's like (laughs) like dominating my game.
0: There's gonna be a standing ovation for this man,
3: yes, 100%.
4: There is a standing ovation for him every day. There is not a day that goes by that I do well, not think about Virgil uh, like, five substitutes
0: injuries. What, is, what are you thinking about that for the Prem?
1: We don't have
0: five people to substitute them to see this. Because Champions League well, Yeah, that's right? literally. Mm-hmm. We are... No. And, uh, yeah, Miles but Jimenez Prem doesn't, I think. He just got injured
1: with his head injury. I he, think they need he, to bring he, back. He
0: brain surgery. Yeah.
1: I think they should like, definitely bring back the
4: um substitute rule, mm, 100%. For sure, because there are players who are, like, recovering from COVID. And, like, we've seen what COVID did to Lewis Hamilton. Like, he still couldn't breathe that well. He was very tired and he lost, like, a shit ton of weight. Um, And I think some players just aren't used to being brought back so quick. Especially because, like, I'm not just saying this for Liverpool's sake – but like a lot of clubs are starting to be hit with injuries, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe about time. Yeah. Maybe gives us a fair chance. <laughs> no, but I think five subs is like perfect. And like I remember when they were taking I miss breaks the water as breaks. Breaks. I think those are really nice. Yeah.
0: Oh
3: yeah. So how
0: are we feeling with our Anyways, draws for uh,
4: Champions League? Back on. Okay.
3: Question. Getting back on topic.
4: I do uh, not know how. Yes.
3: Wait. Question for oh, a yeah, of course fans on no. this podcast. <laughs> How do we think this game is gonna go, or between Leipzig and because I feel like I don't know if this is just me. I love Leipzig and Bundesliga, so it probably is, is just me. But I feel like they're super strong. Like,
2: mm-hmm. they really, really
4: are. Very Leipzig strong. Or Liverpool.
2: Are we... Who? The...
4: Liverpool or Leipzig?
2: Oh, FIFA. both. But you know, you you expect Liverpool to be strong, but yeah. yeah. I, I was I was thinking Leipzig is quite strong. Well, with
0: your draw yesterday, it seems like things are a little yo. glum right now.
4: Oh, yo. Sorry, it must be said. I'm sorry, this is something I actually need to get off my chest, but I don't know how to put it in the right words online without having angry anons come at me. But trying to piss me off that entire so game. Cool. It must be said. The attitude. I think... well, you're... you're a defender, my guy get it. You have changed the role, but you're still a defender. The amount of times Henderson was filling his position. And it's not even just Trent, so let me not give him slack. The entire midfield just didn't know how to play football. And I think, sorry, we should be able to give constructive criticism without yeah. having a nonce in your inbox. like You fucking hate your team. I'm so happy with our draw. Because it can go either way. And I don't know why I'm gassed about it. Because I, look, at the end of the day, I just <laughs> didn't want Atletico. Okay? I was, I I kid you not. Well, as soon as Adela said to me, Atletico, I'm drawn, and it's not us. <laughs> I was like, that's all I need to I hear. I think that's a pretty I important, important meeting. Bed. Like, if you ever draw oh. Atletico
0: again, because you guys lost them right for lockdown. Right?
1: yeah that's uh, i think while i was talking to aya today i think like that's um uh, one of the biggest reasons I i mm-hmm. didn't want us to draw again because i think not just the fans but i think the players would have that some small type of btsd from the <laughs> last game <laughs> knowing that we're leading and then we yeah. lost and they yeah. actually kicked us right. out of the champions but- league that
4: you're like I
3: don't
4: want to relive that. It no, it's a bit you. embarrassing. <laughs> with um, Atletico. No, I was thinking of Atlanta. It can't go either way. Like, I'm so scared of Atletico and It's not healthy. But I'm happy with Drew side because they're like at least a competitive team. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to draw Brizia Mon whatever because that sounds too easy, and then you will just have people coming at you like. Sorry, you will like have people coming at you and be like, Make Yeah, sure. we well, <laughs> drew an yeah, team, no. so you're not even a good team. I'm like, fair enough. Exactly, because like look, if um Liverpool drew um like Norwich, not in the Champions League, but just in football in general, we can all see that Liverpool would win that game. Like last season Liverpool, not this season Liverpool. Um so but because you got Libsted, they they are a really good team. You know what I mean? Like they've good performances. They've got good key players in their team, and so do we. So it'll be like an interesting meet. And if we win, like it just does show that we are like Champions League material. You know, I and sorry, but if we don't <laughs> win the Champions League after drawing Leipzig, I don't know what I'll do. But at least I mean, make I think it to quarterfinals. For us to win Leipzig,
1: but I
4: something. me saying that this could go either way, and then me saying <laughs> I feel like we need either... to win it or else
3: like win or lose either way it's gonna be like a really entertaining game
1: mm-hmm. yeah I, that's what i wanted to say i think it's gonna be a really interesting
4: game no, but gosh, let's not jinx it because we think that a lot like chelsea and liverpool meet and those are a good team because chelsea what kind of used to be my second team i don't know what's going on with them at the minute but it's like an interesting meet and then the game ends no no mm-hmm. like last season's football yes. was so interesting and there was always something going yeah. on, but I forgot that games could actually end in No-No. Like, this season has been so disappointing. There have been games where I've just yeah, been like, I, oh, I know this is ending. No, no, I'll just turn it off now. Sevilla, hold on, that us yes. my mind. Who are they playing? Sevilla playing Dortmund. That's a game I'm quite looking forward to. I think it hasn't been hyped as much, mm-hmm. but probably, like, Bundesliga fans have been hyping it. And maybe English fans aren't talking about it enough. But I'm very excited for that. I think it would go oh. with that. Well. I feel like... Mm.
3: No, sorry. That's but okay. no, I feel like with the them. Dortmund and sorry. Sevilla thing, I feel like they're pretty um like on level with mm-hmm. how hard each other is. So like that would be really like it's not going to be an easy game for either right. team.
0: That's just prim. Oh, the team that Bayern's going to Bayern play. Is right now, so it's... maybe
3: I think they also have an easy draw. Yeah, I don't remember Lazio ever playing an interesting game. <laughs> I don't remember who they played, what happened. I don't even watch Lazio. Don't know who <laughs> plays
0: still looking at the list we have Atalanta and
3: Real Madrid. I got Barca and Real.
4: Um Which PSG, one? that's a good game.
3: Right, who I who said did. PSG? I I feel like Real I, Madrid
4: and Barca I, heard I don't know why you like to see them against PSG, each other.
3: Or? I like PSG, but I feel like they crack under pressure when it like counts. Um mm. So I feel like Barca's got that in the Mm. bag. And Atalanta is just, I I don't understand where they're coming from. So, real. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah. They are, no, they are Atalanta (laughs) are the definition of don't judge a book by its cover. Because I could not kick their ass 5-0. I'm like, okay, you're not that good. Overhyped, I see. And then we lose 2-0. Like, I don't understand. With a clean sheet. Let me add that. We won 5-0 with a clean sheet and then First lost 2-0 with a clean sheet. I mentioned, sheet. don't underestimate oh. Atalanta. You did. <laughs> I literally remember that show. So
1: I think um, I really want Atalanta to pass but between them and Real Madrid because I don't really like Me Real either, Madrid girl. at all. <laughs> but, but still, I mean, they made a, somewhat of a comeback in the group stage, so I don't know. I'd love to
4: see mm-hmm. Barca win, purely because of just the amount of love and respect I have for Lionel Messi. I think that's the only thing that ties me down to Barca. But if anyone was to suggest I think that me Ma- possibly being a Real Madrid fan, I'd be really like, absolutely not.
0: Because you have but Messi, I think who I don't remember a, game a lot of Messi. transfer rumors, and then you have Neymar, who at one point was playing for Barcelona, and I think there were rumors mm. that he wanted to go back there. So it's really a test of like two players and who's going to come out on top. And, and Yule just beat Barcelona 3-0 at, at Camp Nou, didn't they? Yeah, I saw yeah. that. So I, I think this is this is a big test, I think, for both... Oh, wait, yeah, CNG sorry, Baymar. just hit the
4: memory. Barcelona and PSG, I'd love to see Paris win, but these bitches lost against Man United. Do I have faith in them? But then again, not to brag or anything, but we kind of did beat Barcelona 4-0 at home. Um, so I think it could be anyone's game, but it's so, like, I think we've said that a lot about all these fixtures. They're like, yeah, they really can be, like, oh, we're, we're like, oh, Man City, that's a City game. I think the only match where the scoreline has already been decided before the game's been played is City. Because, like, yeah, Lazio, we probably can't remember a good game, but they'll probably have some next-level comebacks. Um, and I think we forget that it's not like one game that's being played. I'm pretty sure it's like two three. So, I don't know. Some teams can right. honestly make it to the quarterfinals purely because of an aggregate score.
1: Uh, I want to ask you guys, so what do you think about the Juventus-Porto game? Like, I think it's Personally, that game like pretty decided sorry. as well. Like, I see Juventus beating them easily, to be honest.
4: When you say that, yeah. But yeah. I think, no offence, but that game just didn't really spark interest. Yeah, it... Like, like I don't even watch Barcelona. I've probably, in my entire life, seen about 15 minutes of a game. But, like, that game did not spark any interest. I did not think, ooh, that would be a good one. But when I deep it, possibly, because obviously I may not, like, have a preference towards either team, but they, I'm pretty sure you went, like, I Ronaldo plays for Juventus, yep. you know what I mean? But it's so scary, because when I think yeah, of Juventus, the first person that comes to my mind is Dr. McKenny and not Ronaldo. I see Juventus possibly winning, but I I honestly kind of want at least one underdog team to make a court final. <laughs> um, but, you know, the finals being held at some Istanbul, history. Liverpool, you know, we've got some kind of magic that goes on there. Uh, speaking so of Florida, like to a... Manchester United I'd
0: drew Panfica for their uh, game in the Europa League since they fell out. I think
4: that's very interesting. I will just put my statement out here. Something Manchester... is going on between the Manchester boards. Manchester and the boards. Both teams. Tottenham, I think, um, no, but I'm going sure? Look at I think New- it's New- Wolf-
0: Wolfsburg or something like that. Um,
4: so... Leicester juice Slavia Prague. Yeah, that's very interesting. Oh, shit, I forgot that Ajax is in the Europa League. It's, like, shocking to see them there. Yeah, I want to see them in the Champions League. And then they're, they're facing the loss. Napoli, where they should be, against Granada. I think it's Granada. Granada, I don't know. I'm not caught yeah. enough. Salzburg vs Vill- Villarreal. Rangers, because I forgot they could make it there. Um, honestly, none of these games scream something.
1: You know, being from Bosnia, you know, um, AC Milan and Tivatnazvezda. Oh yeah, I made a mistake. That game sparks something to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think that one's gonna be interesting. I would like to see um, yeah,
4: as well. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was, oh, whatever. Sorry, I like oh, the name Krasnodal as a team. I was hearing it. I was watching um, a Champions League game and I could just like, yeah. you know when they like announce what other games are going on during the game and you're like, Arsenal gosh. is facing
3: Benfica. Like, I, 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 I like that,
4: heard that heard. name, like Krasnodor. Which Benfica is going to get the um. better of them. We all know. Uh,
3: yeah, I think we been... went over all the teams. <laughs> this
0: has been the Girls Who <laughs> Football hey, Podcast. Thanks for listening. do the outro? See you soon. Next episode. You. See you whenever. Bye. Bye, girls. I will see you Bye. Bye.